We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. We love the same music, believe it or not. Beautiful love songs, love classic melodies. It seemed to me that I was hearing a voice of God. In terms of lyrical craftsmanship, sheer songwriting, this album hits a new peak of professionalism. These stories are beautiful. You never really understand a person until you consider things from his point of view. Let me tell you what like a virgin said. Fuck you, man. If you don't like my fucking music, get your own fucking care. Entire song. It's a metaphor for big dicks. Not a... Did you know that Whitney Houston's debut LP had four number one singles on it? Do you know that you're insane? You can have a hundred people in the room that are watching you and 99 don't believe in you and one does. We all go a little mad sometimes. You know, the message is only there for the people who are meant to find it. Go like adventures, you gotta be people and all this. It's sort of like an adventure, big adventure. This is fun. It's just one big adventure. It's one big adventure. How are we doing, Nick? I am doing great, filled with so much love right now, and yeah, I kind of don't know how to feel. I'm just very thankful. We just got some big news for Nick, for everyone who's listening. He just posted something amazing on his Instagram, and he's getting a lot of attention. What's going on? Um, so it's been very, very hard for me to find a job. The job that I was working with, uh, so I moved to LA like two years ago, and I got a job within like three months in my field, was making very good money, Little did I know, and <laughs> was making very good money, and um, the company just kind of started to fold last July, and little by little, I started to make less because I cut my hours, and now make now I'm doing 14 hours a week, which I don't know how you survive in Hollywood, but that's what I've been doing, and you know it's just, it's just been tough, it's been tough, and I've been getting help here and there, like not help, just like booking random makeup jobs and stuff, which I've been so so thankful, like I would have never thought I was gonna do people's makeup. For a living, but I've been doing that, which my degree is in graphic design. Um, anyways, uh, I'm always, I've always not asked for help. I've been scared of asking for help. I've always been too prideful. I've always wanted to do everything by myself. Today, I had some type of feelings, type of thought, and I was like, you know what? Let me just ask for help. I had been having this idea to go and stop sending cover letters out and just say it all in one thing. Hey, I'm a Mexican-American. I moved from Orlando, Florida. I'm a great worker. I work hard. I have ambition. I have drive. And my artwork is amazing. Please hire me. But I was like, I just need to get in front of people and say it. So I did a post today. No edit. Got in front of the camera. Did it full through. And then I posted it on Instagram. And I asked people to share and repost. And they have. And that's been amazing. Um... I also did it on Twitter, and it's only been an hour, and it has 11K views, which is wow. crazy. That's so awesome. Also, Karamo from Queer Eye, no wow, way. wow, wow, <laughs> has retweeted this and said, I know what it feels to feel like you're very qualified but not be seen, so please help him out, blah, 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 and that means the world to me. I mean, his share is, is, is no means no more to me than everybody else's share, but obviously he would have more contacts and more of a following which no, that's like is amazing. amazing so i'm just i'm thankful i'm <laughs> blessed i mean it's not like i've gotten any offers yet but you know you never know what you're gonna get when you put yourself out there so just you know that's what i would say stay positive put yourself out there because no one's gonna come knocking at your door unless you you know you put yourself out there no one's gonna say hey yeah. here's a job you gotta ask for help asking for help is huge i hate asking for help like honestly that's one of the biggest things i've been working on i don't know what it is but I always feel like I can do, I can figure it out on my own and I'm burdening other people when I ask for help. And Of course. 
like it, it's huge like don't be afraid to ask for help so like that's awesome like yeah, i'm really happy thank you, for you. Thank like honestly i loved watching your video i thought it was really really cool it was very raw very vulnerable which i don't i wouldn't say that i'm never that way but wow was that very very just like kind of stripped back so i appreciate your feedback you also have some great news as well yeah this is my first podcast so <laughs> this is some pretty good news and you got a job which i, I don't did. know if it's something you want to talk about <laughs> but i mean let's not just celebrate nick posting something uh, you actually got a job so that's pretty awesome i think you've been there with me where it's like we're looking for work we're looking for work nothing's coming but we're trying hard yeah yeah thank you man it's awesome of course uh i i'm looking forward to it so we're gonna see what happens me too but i am mostly excited we have to talk about stupid love we have what to is talk that? about i don't think love. i've heard it no you haven't heard of stupid love <laughs> of course i've heard of stupid love oh my god so we're diving in deep already <laughs> okay first before we get into this okay i need to tell you this i don't think i've ever told you this before but okay for people that are listening gaga is nick's like everything like he is obsessed with Lady Gaga. Like, no one knows Lady Gaga better than Nick does. And I want to tell you a story really quick about why I think this is so cool. Okay, so... Oh, I'm nervous. Don't Go be ahead. nervous. It's oh, a cool no, story. No, no. It's a happy story. Okay, so... Uh, growing up, I wasn't really out. I was kind of insecure about, like, being gay and everything like that. And Lady Gaga was big when I was in, like, middle school and high school and everything like that. And her music was very, like, empowering for the LGBT community and expressing yourself and loving yourself and, like, it's okay to be, like, a freak and everything like that. And so I always used to hate Lady Gaga. Like, I hated her music so much. And every time it came on on the radio, it was playing on the radio, like, literally all the time. And everyone was constantly playing her music. And I, was, I would get so angry and annoyed and frustrated. I hate this music. And, like, I didn't really know why. I just hated it. And part of me thinks like she was trying to like break through to like this like closeted kid, like to like bring him out of like she rip was knocking him. on your door. She was like knocking on my door and like trying to like, rip come me on, out. It's of okay, it's okay. It's okay, right? <laughs> right? Like that's what she's about. She's like trying to rip me out of the closet and part of me was like, No, I'm not coming out and so like I just had like this negative reaction to her and so part of me always felt bummed because I never got to experience like that time like gaga fever like when she first came out it wasn't like a big like experience for me when i was younger and so then when i met you and here comes along nick and he's like this guy that's obsessed with lady gaga like suddenly you like awoke that part of me that i didn't get to experience when i was younger and now long story short i love lady gaga so i think that's really cool and it's thanks to you so. I'm happy that I could spread the the word of God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every everybody comes into your life for a reason. I really yeah. believe that. So, but stupid love, stupid love. Wow, it's amazing. It truly is amazing. And um, what's so crazy is that this song was like what leaked maybe a month ago. Okay, so do you remember when you you're the first person that told me about this? You have to check this out. You sent it to me. Oh, because I knew that you would love it. It was totally <laughs> his vibe and blah, blah blah, like you know, little disco, a little bit of fun. But within, uh, I was literally facetiming you, and within two seconds of listening to the song, I was like, I love it, I love it. He's mm -hmm. like, <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, you haven't even listened to it. That's well, because for me, like, oh my god, I'm the toughest critic on the people the artists that I love the most. So Gaga, like, I'm not the perfect person that's like, everything she does, I'm gonna praise it. No, I'm gonna I'm say if I don't like it. So Gaga, I think when Stupid Love was leaked, I was like, okay, this is good, this is good. Um, 
It's nice. It's fun. It's a little bop. It's nothing too crazy. I remember her talking about Joanne and she was like, you know, I just, I can't release any more music that doesn't have a message. Um, and so then hearing this, I was like, okay, you want your stupid love. You want to feel love. We get that. What is, what is more? And so for me, always with Gaga, having a visual paired with um, the song always has changed it. And I think that the meaning of the song and the visual with the music video, because we, we just got the music video on the actual release, yeah, yeah. is um, totally different, but still the same. But I think the visual paired with it now, I'm jamming to it more than I did when it was leaked. And it's the same audio. Well, isn't it crazy that we've literally like all heard the song like weeks ago and we're still all freaking out about it? Yeah. Like it's that good. Like, I think that's fucking amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. It, it, Gaga's main thing, ne- I shouldn't say now, in the past few years has been kindness, kindness, spreading kindness, spreading love. And uh, she released like those two teasers, which were, I wouldn't say very different from the video, but they showed the video in a different light, kind of like giving you a little bit of more, more information. And what they were showing was all she ever wanted was love for everybody. She wants peace. Stop fighting. I remember whenever I saw the second teaser, I was like, this is so Shakira, no fighting from If So Live, which is so crazy, but it just it's like... She just wants kindness. And that's totally different than if you just heard the song. Because if you just heard the song, you're just hearing, I want love for myself. I want to feel love. But when you watch the video, it's a totally different. And then what does she end with? The jacket that says what? Kindness punks. Right. I'm going to get that jacket. We I promise you. That jacket. So it's like. <laughs> if I have to make it myself, I'm going to get that jacket. So yeah, I mean, just have the, the visual pair with it. I'm at the gym now. I'm trying to do the choreography. I'm, I'm feeling <laughs> it all. It's very brand new. And also, it's been like, what, four years since we had a actual gaga release and well she it feels like she's reinvented herself like so many damn times like how can you even do that like yeah it's it's very different because like for gaga it doesn't for me it doesn't feel like a reinvention because that's who gaga is gaga's always going to be different she's always going to you <laughs> yeah. know do something different so for me it's like i mean how can gaga reinvent gaga or just gaga could be herself and just always be changing I don't want to jump to Halsey already, but there's, there is a line in a Halsey song that I think I really relate with, and I think that Gaga would relate with, and it's like, um, something about, what what if I always want to change? You know, what if, is it okay if I always want to change? Yeah. So I'm not waking up and always want to change, and, I'm, and that's me. I think that's Gaga. I think that's Halsey. That's why we always have different hairstyles. I mean, I've had maybe 20 different hairstyles in the last year, different colors. I mean, every single time you see me, every picture will look different. And I think Gaga relates a lot with that, and... Yeah, a lot, I wouldn't well, say I'm re- reinventing myself every single day, but I'll <laughs> I'll say I think I'm just being me. I think Gaga's just being Gaga. That's awesome. You just gotta be you. You gotta be the best version of yourself. The best version of you. You gotta be very honest and true to yourself, and then put that honesty out to everybody else. And I think people connect with that a lot. Well, a lot, a, a lot of people too. They don't like change, and so like you seeing know. someone who like has this ability to like constantly and transform constantly and that's like literally who they are to their very core i think is like really attractive like it's really cool Mm -hmm. it's like whoa like look at all this new stuff that they're doing right i think also someone like that can find that as a hindrance because they're like oh my god i'm changing like when when gaga goes from art pop to joanne very kind of stripped down not that much makeup her real hair everything you know she can be worried like hey my fans aren't gonna get it they're not gonna love me anymore and I think people like us can really feel like, oh my God, people aren't going to understand and they're not, this is not what they want. They want something that's safe, something that's the same. A lot of people do. 
But uh, there are people that like change. I like change. Well, I know a lot of people liked Joanne, and then a lot of people were like, this is not the Gaga that we know. Right. And for me, like, Stupid Love has a very similar message to Come to Mama. Of course. Like, it's, like, about love. Like, you... Love everyone. Yeah, love everyone. Like, we have to stop fighting. Like, literally in the music video, she's, like, trying to stop these two bitches from fighting each other. And it's, like, you just have to be kind and sweet and show love. Yeah, show love. Uh, Stop kind of separating yourself from it. Well, that's a different thing is because you see... So she starts out, you have the, you see the different tribes. You see her, she's a pink tribe. So that's probably the kindness punk tribe. Then you see like the yellows, you see the black, you see the green. But at the end of the video, everyone, there's no segregation. Everyone is together. Everyone's kikiing. Everyone's dancing, having a good time. And I think that that's probably one of the best messages of the video. Like, yes, it's a very gay pop party anthem that we're all gonna love and we're all gonna go crazy every single time we see it we hear it in the in the clubs but um it has a strong underlying message which i think makes it so so powerful because a lot of pop artists find it very hard or i'm not even sure if that's her mission but to put out something that's also like hip and trendy and fun but also something that has a like you know they put in a a strong message for you to find like halsey says at the opening of your thing it's only there for the people that want to find it. And the talking about the message. The message right? is only there for the people mm-hmm. that are meant so, to find I mean, it. That's what right. that is. That's true. Very true. I mean, I think that Halsey and Gaga are similar in the ways that it's kind of seems like they are pushing, like they're knocking on some sort of door, like this is what people need and they're mm-hmm. going to feel it out with me. Like we're going to go on a journey together. Right. And you guys are coming along with me and I'm going to like be receptive to how you experience this music. There's like a purpose to it, you know? Of course. There is for sure a purpose to it. Like when I listened to Manic, I felt like, like you and I have talked about this before about music, like, and even like George, George R. Martin, who wrote Game of Thrones and is honest, like, even if you don't like Game of Thrones, like if it's not your thing, you cannot argue that it was one of the most successful movies or stories of this past decade right so the dude knows how to write okay Mm -hmm. and one of the one of his my favorite quotes from him him is he says that he who reads a thousand books can leave live a thousand lifetimes or something like that and because you have so much knowledge right well when you read a book you get to you get to read a story right and you get to experience life through another person's eyes and i feel like music is the same way Artists that tell stories through their music, like Lady Gaga, Halsey, mm-hmm. like even if I don't, even if I haven't been through their experiences, I can live through their eyes. I can live of through course. their music, through their story. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. like that's what it would feel like, you know, like, and then I can, when something happens, when I actually encounter that experience in my own life, I can be like, oh, like this is what happens. Mm-hmm. Or, like, this is what you go through. This is how it feels. Like, I already know that because, like, so-and-so talked about it. Somebody said something about it. They wrote a song about it. Yeah. Ah. No, I totally get you on that. Like, I think we've talked about this before. But, like, for me, I haven't been, like, in a serious relationship in, like, four to five years. But I'm still a very emotional person. I'm a cancer. Um, So I think a lot of the times you catch me listen to, like, some old Rihanna emotional song um, or some Halsey, You Should Be Sad, or just anything really that... Is talking about a relationship and someone 
like a breakup and everything. And for a second, in those three to four minutes, I can live that and experience that through their music, which is so beautiful because I can feel it. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Like, I, I get you. I think Without Me by Halsey was such a powerful song. That's why it was so relatable and such a hit. But I had so many friends at that time that were going through that type of relationship. And I think just being able to empathize with them empathize or sympathize i can't remember <laughs> with them sympathize with them and, we get and, what you're saying and what they were going through and um it really hit me and i was able to enjoy the song with them and feel like i was there with them but then when the music is done and i'm i'm i take myself out of it it's kind of like i guess playing a role in something you kind of become that person for a second so I really thank artists for creating music to where I can experience these type of experiences when I haven't actually gone through them. Can't you? Can you imagine a world without music? Honestly, no. Because like, I think music has really been the core to my life for a while. Like I, I don't, I can't imagine without music. Like oh my god, these artists. I don't know if they ever know how much they're doing creating music. Oh my god. Okay, so I'm gonna bring this up. Gaga posted a video the other day. I think it was today. Where she was sitting in an ice bath because, you know, she goes through a lot of, like, um, pain, physical pain a lot um, with her body. And she's, like, she's on set for Stupid Love and she's in this ice bath. And she's, like, I'm doing this for you little monsters. I'm on the desert right now, but I'm also in an ice bath. And she's, like, show them the tub, show them the, show them the tub. And if, once you look at the tub, it says little monsters on the tub. So she's, like, you know, I'm, I'm going through these experiences, but I'm also, like, showing, like, I'm being this for you guys and like i love you so much and i don't like obviously she knows how much she is doing just by putting out a new song and putting out a new visual like so many people are living so many people are just living i live in their life being happy i mean i am i've been trying to recreate the choreography since it came out so i mean it's just <laughs> I know, I've seen so that. awesome <laughs> but i mean if music for me has gotten me through so many hard and good moments in my life mm -hmm. like it's gotten me through breakups. It's gotten me through depression. It's connected we. It's connected me with some of the closest friends I have now. It's like it's been the medium for some of the best moments in my life. And I think that what's so powerful about music, and this is like what Gaga gets, and lots of artists before her, is that it can transcend walls and barriers and preconceived notions and in many different ways. In so many different mm -hmm. ways. And, like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> what would we do without music? I don't even know. I don't know. I don't think we would all be depressed living in our dark rooms and not wanting to come out. Well, like, I feel like so many of us are, kind of, like, in society today, a lot of us are really cynical and nihilistic, and there's a lot of depression going on, a, a lack of a sense of meaning or a greater purpose. And what I've noticed is that even the most cynical, nihilistic, depressed people, they have some song that they love to listen to. Like, yeah. there's some music, some artist. Some song that gets them out of bed. Some song mm -hmm. that gets them out of bed in the that, morning. Like, you can't be cynical about music. Everyone has something, and I think that's so Everyone magical. Everyone resonates and in, in relates with some type of song. Like, yeah. just look at uh, the album of the year for the Grammys, Billie Eilish, right? Mm -hmm. Like, say what you want about if she should have won or whatever, but she won. It's still a, a good album. Billie, I'm happy about your, your wins. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Billie. But, like, a lot of her music is, like, very, it's kind of, like, dark and 
sad and a little bit, but it's like expressing that emotion, like it's right. putting it out there, you know? Which is so crazy because you would never think that I would listen to that type of music at the gym, but I do. I'll be on All Good Girls Go to Hell while I'm at the gym. Um, I'll just be on anything Billie Eilish. She's amazing. She's so, so creative. She's so uh, intuitive um, on the same wave- wavelength with a lot of us. She's relatable. Being relatable in music is a huge thing. Oh, yeah. Musical artists, listen up. Being relatable in music is everything. <laughs> well, so if I you're mean, trying to create something that you don't actually feel or whatever, then it probably won't work. But a relatable song means the world. Yeah, you just you have to be relatable because we can sense it. Yeah, like, we, we feel it. We feel it. Like we're People are smarter than we... People give us credit give for off, sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah. Or people give, give us credit for it, yeah. But we can sense when something's real. Mm-hmm. And I, honestly, I've never, I never really listened to Billie Eilish very much because I didn't resonate with a lot of her themes and things like that. Like, Until I didn't the Grammy performance? Until <laughs> the Grammy <laughs> performance is when she sold me. Right. When she sang When's the party, When the Party's Over, and I saw her, I was just looking at her, I was like, oh my God. Like, and it hit you because you felt it. I felt yeah. it. That was the first time I was like, this is like what seeing her soul is like. This is her soul. That's what I talk about when I talk about like a visual kind of being an aid to the song. Yeah, I felt the same way. I felt the same way. I recently got into Billie Eilish a little bit before the Grammys. But before I was just like, oh, her attitude. Oh, like, I don't know if I can get into it. It just seems like very like creepy, crawly. Like she's trying to like push something. But um. I gave her the chance, and I was like, oh my god, like, she really is something, and, and, I, and I appreciate her music, and I was able to meet her the other day down the street, which was pretty cool. I didn't attack her. Wait, just, did you really? Yes, I never told you this. No. No. Okay, so I'm going coming back from the gym, um, so I live in Hollywood, but well, so I'm going back from the gym um, at the Palladium, they were having the woman in music for Billboard, and so I'm walking back, and I saw a group of, pe- a group of like, kids waiting outside, so like, let me go see, you know, like, I, I'm... I love everything about music. And I knew there were some musical artists there. Billy, Taylor, Nicki Minaj, all these people. So I go up over there. Then all of a sudden, Billy Alice comes out in her car. And she's and she's rolling down her window. She's trying to say hi to everybody. She's trying to give everyone, the, all her fans, the attention. But it's also, it's a lot. It's a lot. So I do get close. But I try not to rush her or anything. People follow her down the street. I walk a little bit. And she looked at me. So I'm like, maybe, I mean, not too far away. I'm, I'm trying to give like a distance, but I, I'm not good at distances or numbers or anything. That's why I didn't major in math. Um, but she's not too far away. She's not too far away. And we're make, we make eye contact because she notices that I want to appreciate and love on her, but I also don't want to want to attack her. So she's looking at me. I'm looking at her. There's a very nice, sincere soul in, inside of her and I could see it through her eyes she's looking at me we just smiled at each other as well these people are trying to like, get a picture with her and everything and I'm like wow this Billie Eilish with her little green um roots and it was awesome it was awesome it was a pretty That's cool so thing cool. because Eilish is she Billie Eilish is at like the top right now so to be able to see an artist that's brand new but also very very like at the top was pretty awesome that's awesome. We kind of get like uh, we get jaded living in LA because we see famous people and celebrities and stuff all the time just walking down the street and we're like, oh yeah, like I saw maybe them you do, <laughs> maybe you do. I mean, I've been here for two. I've been here for two years and it's like it's very different. If I were saw her in, in Florida where I used to live, I would have rushed her and be like, yes, can I have a picture? Can I have a picture? Because I used to meet so many celebrities in Florida when they were there for whatever. Um, but here it's just like they're very in their element they're in their home this is where they create like let them be them and you be you and appreciate that they are a person yeah, too yeah. and so I wouldn't say I'm jaded but I'm just like cool cool like 
I, I'm glad that I used that as a memory and I didn't have to film the whole thing and I didn't have to get a picture with her, uh, yeah. you know? So it's well, been cool. Part of me is always, whenever I run into someone who's famous or that's well-known or whatever, it, I, there's always a part of me that wants to like fangirl like really, really hard. And, I'm like, still very jealous of you um, <laughs> seeing Jane Fonda. But anyways, go ahead. <laughs> yes, so this happened. Like when I saw Jane Fonda, I there's like... There's a part of me that wants to be like, oh my god, you're amazing. Can I take a picture with you? Can I get your autograph? Tell me your life story. Like, you're iconic, right. amazing. And then there's another part of me that's like, you know what? Everyone is constantly trying to get their attention and they're just trying to live. Like, they're just trying to be a person. Yeah. And it's just like, treat them like a normal human being. So I'm always like in conflict with these two different yeah. people. But I, I, I don't know what it would be like to be that famous. So it, it's probably really, really hard. Yeah, but. of course. I was talking about this. So we went to, me and Andy both went to the Toblo concert last weekend, which was amazing. Oh my God. Oh my amazing. God. One of the best experiences. <laughs> um, I had seen Toblo before at Gay Pride in LA maybe two years ago and it was amazing. So I was like, I have to go to this concert. Um, but what I was saying was that, you know, some artists would think that maybe staying smaller in smaller venues would kind of be a hindrance. Like, hey, I'm not as popular as... Gaga and I'm not this huge megastar but also wouldn't it be nice to walk down the street and everyone doesn't attack you and you could still play small venues that are very very intimate you're close to your fans you still have a huge group of people around the world that want to see you and love on you I was like if I were to become a like a celebrity or, or a musical artist I probably want to just stay there I mean as much money as much more money as you would get being on top selling out these arenas uh, these stadium tours I mean Beyonce Taylor Swift um I would think I want to stay small and, yeah, and play like the intimate. Palladium. It's more intimate. Because even her the other day was like, oh my God, I can't believe that I saw it at the Palladium. This girl's been working at it for years and she has amazing songs. She's had huge hits and she's just happy to sell at the Palladium. The line for LA Pride was like literally 10 blocks long. I couldn't even get in. I'm like, screw this. Like, And that's why I jumped the fence. You know me. <laughs> I had some drinks in my system and I jumped the fence. And I also did jump the VIP fence. And I was very, very close oh, to Miss wow. Low <laughs> two years ago. I mean, it was everything. <laughs> I mean, uh, my one of my favorite moments from the Tableau concert was when she did an acoustic piano version of Moments. Yeah. What wow. are, like like so moments and cycles and disco tits? She didn't sing cycles. I know, but those are like those are your favorite those songs. Are like my favorite yeah. songs from mm -hmm. Tableau. Like, I mean, <sighs> wow. Her so. It's hard to get words to explain this experience because it was just amazing. I know, like, so I love Tableau because her last album, not the the not the one she Blue Lips. Yes, but Volume Two. So you had Ladywood and you had Blue Lips. So vo yeah. Volume Two was Blue Lips. Yeah. So the the I can't the name is escaping me right now. But the one where it's like the red album yeah, artwork. Blue Lips. That you have cycles. You have bad days. Yes. Mm -hmm. That album literally got me through my last breakup. And it's like, I don't know what I would have done if I didn't have that album to like get me through that. It's like, that's how amazing music is. So, I mean, I think it's really cool. But like, she's got some powerful songs on that album. I mean, I, honestly, she's she has a really amazing talent for. You mentioned the other day, being about being relatable. Like, relatable. Like, she can give you words for feelings that, like, you didn't even know you had. Like, or that you could explain. Or that you could explain. Words, right. Like, especially, like, when it comes to, like, dating and relationships and sex mm -hmm. and hookup culture and everything like that. Everything that we're kind of, like, learning through nowadays. Because I feel like things in, like, in, like, intimacy and sexual relationships and everything are... are 
they're, more, they're really complicated. And I, I feel like she gives a message. She gives like, this is what I've gone through. This is what I've experienced. And that really resonates with a lot of people. And yeah. it provides like a path forward, like to figure it out. She's an expert about all of those topics <laughs> in one. She oh, really is. I'm sure she is. But like, I think it's awesome. I think she's amazing. Yeah. So, but what are some of the songs that you've been listening to today? Recently? Okay, so let's talk about today. So today, talk going. if you go back to the beginning of the, of the podcast to talk about like what I'm going through right now with the job and like not really working much and having to struggle to just kind of like pay some bills. Um, so I, I would say I don't always, I'm not super, super depressed, but it's, sometimes it's hard to like, you know, get going. Like you think to yourself, hey, like get up, go out. You should be like applying to all these jobs and whatever. And I know I woke up and I made sure that I got out of my bed around like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. So I got up, I cooked breakfast laid on the couch and I fell asleep for like two hours, which I did not want to do, but I did. But I think that was a depression just saying, just cover your face and hide out for a little bit. Then I was like, no, I got to get to the gym. So the gym is like everything to me when it comes to my sanity and just keeping myself healthy mentally and physically. Um, So I got out of the door and I'm playing Stupid Love. I got Stupid Love on repeat. Oh my God, I'm feeling myself walking down Sunset Boulevard, almost wanting to break into choreography while I'm like, you know, walking down Sunset Sunset Boulevard. Something's new, (laughs) nothing new, nothing new. Like that is like, whatever. So that stupid love obviously is the number one, but also Doja Cat really, really has had me feeling myself. Doja Cat, Juicy. Say so. Juicy and say so. Both of them. Bottom bitch. I don't know if I can say that on here, but oh my God, like a, a lot of those like, wow, I keep it juicy, juicy. I eat that lunch. Oh my God. And I'm not even a, that type of juicy type of person, but like, I don't know. She makes you feel yourself. She makes you feel positive and good. And you're like, yes, I, I am that bitch. I am walking down Sunset Boulevard. And if you see me and it looks like I live in my best life, it's because I am. So I would say juicy and stupid love I had on repeat. Last week and the weeks before, it was You Should Be Sad by Halsey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you know that when that album came out, I listened to 929 off of Manic literally, like, on repeat. Yeah. Like, every day for, like, weeks. Like, I, like uh-huh. I remember I was driving out to Pasadena, and the entire car ride to Pasadena from where I live, it's, like, an hour, and... Repeat, 929, mm-hmm. over and over again, the entire way. I don't know what it mm. is. Like, there's something about that song. Like, It's I, her being raw and, and vulnerable and relatable. I, when I heard it, I was like, wow, this is a lot going on in this song. But she's just being real and raw, like, kind of like the post that I did today. But I remember you texting me like, hey, have you heard the album? And your first few texts were like, I love Killing Boys. The song. <laughs> the song is called Killing Boys. <laughs> and the second one was like, oh, my God, 929. Wow, like she, even she talked about this is like really hard for me to put out. It's very vulnerable, it's very raw. She's talking about a lot of things in that song, but you love it and you resonate with it because she's just being relatable. That's all yeah. we want so we, to relate with something, to connect with someone, to feel like we're not alone. She's telling real stories yeah. about what she's experienced, and I can resonate with that. You can resonate that mm-hmm. with that. We all can. And like for me, like when I listen to that song, I love the way it opens. 929 it opens and it ends it starts with an audio and so if you listen to it you have to listen to it like you guys have to go and listen to it you have to go and listen to it if you haven't already because you're living under a rock or you hate her voice patrick star you you know who you are her voice is fine (laughs) but it starts out and she's like trying to like flirt with this boy and be like super like she's trying to get this boy to like her and she's making up like this joke she's like 
I was born at 9.29 a.m. on 9.29. She's like trying to make herself sound cool. And he's calling her bluff. Yeah. He's like, show me the birth certificate. Like, he's like, I'll show you. I'll show you the birth certificate. I'll show you the birth certificate. She's like, in that moment, she's like, damn, like he's just calling my bluff. And you can right hear now. her. You, you can, can hear like the giggly, the, the, the childness, the just the feelings that you have when you have a crush and you're just mm-hmm. like, you can't stop looking in their eyes and you're just giggly and you're happy. Yeah. So you get to feel that for that, like, for that five moment. seconds, five to ten seconds, yeah. yeah like I was like, it's like, oh my god, like I remember what that, that that's like, that like childlike crush when you like someone a lot. Like it's mm-hmm. right there in like the way that she laughs, like for like five seconds. I think that's like amazing. Like that's fucking crazy. But so she's trying to she's trying to get this guy to like her, and he calls her bluff, and she's like, damn, like now he called my bluff. What am I gonna do? And so you go through this whole journey of the song. And then at the end of it, she's like, okay, I'm a fucking liar. Like, I'm a fucking liar. <laughs> I, I'm a fucking liar. Like, she owns it. She's like, I wasn't born at nine. But I don't think she was trying to start this as a joke. I think she actually really thought that that's the time she was born. And she was, like, trying to tell them. But then also, like, she's like, okay, like, you're going to make me, like, look at this birth certificate. And she looks at it and she's like, oh, shit. I'm a liar. I'm a fucking liar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which was, but it's the cutest thing I, in the that world. That would be cute, too. I think that it was more like, okay my if i'm flirting with you i'm just gonna like fudge it by like two minutes Mm -hmm. so it looks cute so it looks cute because i want you to like me like i'm trying to impress you and like that's a cool story you know like nobody cares about someone that was born at 926 but if i if i fudge it by two or three minutes and tell you it's 929 like that's cool like that's awesome and like it doesn't hurt like you know like and and the purpose is to get you to like me like Mm. so does the three minutes really matter in the end? Like, Of course, it means nothing. You were <laughs> like, cute, you were funny, you were everything. I mean, at least to me, I'd date you, Halsey. I would date you, Halsey, if you're listening. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, you know, like when you meet someone nice and you have a crush on them or whatever, and you're like, hey, let me buy you a drink. Mm-hmm. Like, And they're like, no, no, I don't want to. And then you're like, okay, I'll buy you a drink. And then you're, like, you're just flirty. You make some sort of Wait, joke. Wait, let's talk about like, the, the story that you had that, that, that goes with this. So that, that was really cute. So, you know, we're talking about, you know, just being cute and kind of like, kind of just shooting your shot and just trying to like... I don't know, not win the person over, but you're just, okay. you're just there. Okay. So tell them about that. I want so to hear about that. This, uh, I took this, I took this person out for dinner and we were driving back home and we, I was like, Hey, like, let's go out to a bar. Like, cause we just had dinner. That's it. I was like, let's go to a bar. Like, this will be a cool place for us to go. Whatever. This was during the week. So like, it wasn't like we were going to go crazy or whatever. It was just a drink. Cause I wanted to like relax and just get to know him a little better. And he was like, no, no, like, it's fine. Like we, let's just go home. I was like, okay. I was a little bummed at first, but after I thought about it a little bit, I was like, okay, I'm gonna take you to this one bar. I know you're really gonna like it. You mentioned how you wanted to go to someplace like this. And I am going to, it's like right next to your house. So it's like right next to your house. It's like literally a block away. So like, it'll just be like really quick. And that was your 929. And that was my 929. Okay. Because it was really more like 10 blocks away, <laughs> but like I fudged it a little bit. I was like, no, it's like two right. blocks away. And then like he just had- Just a little white light. Just a little, yeah. just a little, like just a little bit of flirty, like because, and, and he ended up having a great time. I ended up having a great time. And like I that 929 by Halsey, it taught me that. Like I learned that from that song. And so that goes back to like, 
the power of music and how you can live through other people and learn from other people without actually having to be there yourself or go through it yourself. Yeah, I know. That's the cutest thing. That's why I was like, we got to tell people that story because oh that gosh. is so like... <laughs> See what you did for him, Halsey? That was cute. I like that. I, I like hope, that. I hope he's not listening. I hope Halsey's listening. But I hope Wait, so what songs are you listening to right now that, like, I mean, not that I'm making a difference, but just, like, you got them on repeat and, like, you feel some type of way. Okay, so I'm, I was list, I've been listening to Moments a lot today, but also I've been having Vincent's new EP out mm-hmm. on repeat, particularly Please Don't Fall In Love and Save Myself. There's something about, like, you know when, like, a song captures you and you just have to keep listening to it over and over again? Of course. Like, that's, those two songs for me, I don't know what it is, but I'm obsessed with those songs. And I think that, like, I've never heard someone, kind of like how Tavlo does it, I've never heard, like, someone else explain those emotions and those feelings Mm -hmm. in that way. And so, yeah, it's, and he came out with it like two weeks ago and I'm like still And he liked your comment or did he comment back? No, he liked, he liked a couple of my comments. Which is awesome. That's awesome. I've been fanboying like a lot. For someone like that you kind of admire to um, recognize you, give you some type of recognition is always pretty amazing. So. No, like I, I was, I, I was really excited when I know you were. I never reposted it. (laughs) Oh my God. I feel like such a dork. But like, anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm really, I think that. There is so much pain and like anger and hardship that people go through in their lives. And I think that music artists provide an extremely crucial critical role in society to be able to help people feel through, get through, move through whatever it is they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Like it's a healing process like for everyone. And so if you're a music artist and you're trying to get a message out, you're trying to write a song, you're trying to help the world, like if you can communicate, if you can hone your craft, if you can like just dig down in the trenches and become the best version of yourself Mm -hmm. and become very good at communicating yourself, then you can help so many people, which I think is like absolutely incredible. Yeah. So, and I, and I wish that more of them knew how much like they give in that type of way. A lot of them are very like, why are you all so worried about my like my dating relationship and why are all these paparazzi here? And, and and yeah, people are so want to be in their business all the time, but also it's like a lot of what you have given also how like you you've opened up and given almost so much of yourself to us and we appreciate that so much and you're more than just your paparazzi pictures of you going to the store and you with whatever new boyfriend you have you know like you're so much more so you guys are listening you're everything create continue to create and be just vulnerable and real and that's everything for us like we love that yeah i think that the i think that any sort of artist whether it's music movie making fiction writing, painting, whatever it is, I think that art is absolutely crucial just for like the human soul. So like feed the human soul, like you need that in your life because it helps you sort of transcend the reality that's in front of you right now. Yeah. Like you can you can move some you can like imagine these whole entire new worlds that you never experienced before and it's like it feeds that like deep human soul part of you that you can't really explain like you can't quantify yeah and so yeah i mean if you're an artist like we need art as human beings and artists you need to keep doing what you're doing continue to create you are more than 
your image and who you're dating. That's all I gotta say. Like, I promise you that. I mean, you're more than who you're dating. Is there anything else we should talk about? Is there anything else you want to talk about? Hmm. Well, for the people that I think might listen to this, because I'm going to share this with my followers as well, um, thank you for supporting me, and thank you for all the love that you gave me today. I don't know when this is coming out, but, I mean, you guys definitely showed me love. I made a little live earlier saying, I know a lot of you might follow me because I take my shirt off and because I might do some cool makeup looks, but I hope that a lot of you follow me also because I, I put a smile on your face and I send that positive energy, as you guys do for me. You guys, you know, you help me recharge. So thank you so much for that. Thank you for listening to this amazing podcast. And thank you, Andy, for having me You're on one welcome. of your new ventures. Like, this is amazing. I, I really, really appreciate it. And yeah. You're very welcome. Thank you. Honestly, I don't know what's going to happen with this. This is just a big adventure. It's about having fun. Like, we're going to see what happens. Like, this is going, if you are into music, if you love talking about music, if you are a rising artist, like, I want to talk to you, that's what this is for. Uh, it's for people that are passionate about talking about music. Mm-hmm. So and all that it's done for you, and all that it makes you feel. Right. <laughs> all that it's done for me. All that it makes yeah, you feel. Yeah. All the feels. What, everything that you get from this amazing, amazing music that we're able to connect with and relate. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So um, Nick has done some amazing graphic design work for me personally. The playlist that I've worked on, he helped bring those to life. And I couldn't have made those without you. So thank you for that. Of course. Go, everybody, go check him out. Where can everybody find you? Everyone can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick R. Herrera. It's Nick, the letter R, and then my last name, Herrera, H-E-R-R-E-R-A. I would love to have you stop on my page. Go find him. <laughs> He's, she's going viral, folks. Get him before. I'm going viral today, but tomorrow, <laughs> who knows? You know, there's only like a five like little minute thing, not even... <laughs> Well, Um, I hope everything works out. I believe in you. I think you're going to do amazing things one day. And I want to thank you for being in my life and everything that you've done for me. Go check him out, everyone. He is incredibly talented and he's really great to work with. So, And I want to thank you so much for just having me. (laughs) This has been so much fun. This has been fun, right? Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.